Welcome to FanR Podcast, a series of podcasts featuring a variety of topics, issues, and events relating to the nuclear and radiological sectors in the UAE and across the globe. Officials from around the world are gathering this week in Vienna at the headquarters of the International Atomic Energy Agency, or IAEA, to engage in discussions on topics relating to the nuclear and radiation sectors, such as nuclear energy, nuclear safety, radiation protection, and other aspects. Inaugurated in 1957, the annual general conference is the highest policy-making body of the IAEA and is composed of representatives of all the agency's member states. In this edition of the FANAR podcast, we speak to Raoul Awad, FANAR's Deputy Director General of Operations, about the UAE's participation in this year's conference and FANAR's contribution and expected outcomes. So, Mr. Raoul, we noticed that the UAE and uh, FANAR's program for this year's General Conference participation is uh, quite busy showing that we are going to be quite active through multiple side events uh, that we are going to take part in. What are FANAR's expected outcomes from this year's uh, IAEA General Conference participation? Thank you and good morning. First, uh, the General Conference is the occasion for FANAR to show how much advanced we are in regulating nuclear power and radiation devices and how much we can uh, benefit from uh, the bilateral meeting that we have. If you look to the agenda, we have a lot of bilateral meeting, and those meetings are essential to get the mutual support uh, from IEA, from uh, other regulator. Uh, it's the occasion for us really to uh, put our hands in the hands of other regulator and resolve some outstanding issue. Uh, that beneficial uh, for both of us as a regulator and that where you know you can you can uh, always have uh, multiple meeting but the outcome of the meeting is the most important point where uh, we agreed on uh, uh, action plan and we implement this action plan okay And uh, the general conference, as you've already alluded to in the previous uh, answer, uh, provides an opportunity for uh, organizations like FANAR to meet and engage with its key international stakeholders and discuss their bilateral cooperation. In your opinion, to what extent has this bilateral cooperation contributed towards FANAR's objectives? Uh, since the beginning of FANAR, we are relying on the collaboration with other regulators. We are relying on the cooperation with the Korean as the origin of the uh, technology in the uh, Baraka nuclear power plant. We are relying on the support that we have from other countries like France, Canada, US uh, to uh, reinforce our regulatory framework and to advance in regulating uh, all type of radioactive sources. And uh, FANAR had a very good uh, collaboration with other regulators that will help us in all aspects from capacity building 
to establishing our own licensing processes. In short, I can say, we look to all this country, all this regulator, how they are do conducting their business as a regulator. And we took the best practices in those regulators and implemented in FANR. And one of FANR's uh, longest partnerships has been with uh, <laughs> yes. one of FANR's longest partnerships has been with South Korea with whom FANR has signed an agreement back in 2010. The, co the cooperation has covered different areas, including licensing, capacity building, and other aspects, which had a major impact on the UAE's nuclear regulatory infrastructure. As FANR has moved from construction phase to the operating phase of the um, Baraka nuclear power plant, how do you see FANR's future cooperation with South Korea? Uh Previously, as you mentioned, we have a very close cooperation and uh, we relied on the review that been done in uh, Korea for the design of the APR 1400. We didn't repeat what the Korean uh, regulator did. We leveraged the information given to us on all aspects of the design review and the licensing. And we add to it what is specific to the UAE you know, I, I don't want to be too technical, but some aspect like related to the site itself, uh, the weather, the uh, seismic, all this, we uh, did it separately, but all other uh, aspect of the, call it safety analysis, being done uh, in quick review to what the uh, regulator in Korea did. Now we are entering a new era where South Korea is going uh, in full speed toward the new technologies, new uh, reactor technology. And in our uh, future plan with, with them, particularly with some of the organization like Kerry, Kins, and, and the others, is to learn how uh, they will apply this new technology to the current fleet in nuclear power plant that they have, and how they will develop a new uh, type of reactor, which is may in, in, in some point be uh, enter, interesting for the UAE. And uh, by starting now learning about this new design and new technology, and even some of the R&D, the research project that they are doing, we can partnership in this uh, research project. And for the benefit of the sustainability of uh, Baraka nuclear power plant. Then uh, we have three axes of our uh, uh, collaboration or future collaboration. First, the application of the new technology in the current fleet, including Baraka nuclear power plant, uh, conducting research activity that will guarantee or support the sustainability of uh, Baraka, and the third one is uh, looking to the new uh, uh, technology and the new reactor. All right. So in recent years, FANAR has increased its cooperation with its stakeholders, including the IAEA, through multiple activities and programs, including technical workshops and visits. And it's expanded not only on the support provided by the, the IAEA, but FANAR has provided support in return to the um, IAEA missions. 
What will be the focus of FANR's strategy for international cooperation going forward, in particular in its partnership with the IAEA? Uh, when we start the cooperation with IAEA, we started with them under the, uh, what they call it, the technical cooperation program. And uh, it was new for the IEA that we will have one window and one program that we can access all the IEA uh, services through it. And that was very helpful in the beginning of the program. Uh, now we still have some projects, some common projects under the technical cooperation, uh, but uh, we start really uh, doing uh, be a contributor to the effort done by the IEA in other country. Uh, I can give you an example. We are participating in some of the training on the area of safeguard that been uh, done by IEA. Our staff is contributing in this uh, training. We have uh, uh, our staff participating in some peer review missions uh, conducted by IEA. This is uh, a mutual benefit for us and the country where the mission is, is going. Uh, and just to mention here, we received about 12 peer review mission in the UAE covering all aspects from uh, nuclear safety, radiation safety, and safeguard and non-proliferation. And I think what all we gain by collaboration, by our collaboration with IEA, now we are ready to give back to the international community through the IEA all the services that we get from them. And during the senior safety and uh, security regulators meeting that's occurring during the general conference, FANAR will be co-chairing a call to action session where countries will share their outcomes regarding the IAEA regulatory conference, which FANAR hosted earlier this year and was attended by over uh, 580 was attended by over 580 officials from more than 90 countries. What is the importance of regulators maintaining continuity of discussion and implementation of such outcomes? Uh, as you know, we had this conference in February 2023, and one of the outcome of the conference this call for action. What is different? This uh, differentiate this conference from the others. We will follow up on the action, and we will hold everybody accountable to fulfill what we discussed and what we decide in this uh, conference. The conference came up with four topics that need to be uh, implemented and need to, uh, to have accountability in implementing this, uh, uh, this uh, topics or this action. The first one is the development of skilled leadership in the regulatory domain that open to all the new generation to uh, give them the tool they need to continue uh, as a regulator. The second one is to have uh, organizational readiness and agility to adopt proactively all the new technology. We are talking now about the AI, we're talking about uh, innovative, innovative technology or this uh, uh, you know, what they call it in, in some time, disturbance in the technology domain, that we need to be ready to adopt this one and use it 
for the benefit of the uh, safety, security, and non-proliferation. And we cannot do this if we are not agile regulator. Uh, the uh, third topic that we discussed and we will continue is to gain the trust, the trust of the public, the trust of the uh, stakeholders, because without a competent people, skilled people working at the regulatory body, without the openness and transparency, we cannot gain trust. Then trust is one of the priority for any regulator that uh, need to, to, to put in, in uh, uh, as priority, really. Uh, and the fourth one is the collaboration and capacity building. We know some of the senior regulators, they have uh, experts and they have a number of uh, people who are really uh, considered as experts in their domain. And there is a new regulator, uh, like the case in FANR 10 years ago, that need this expertise and this exchange and this mutual uh, collaboration in the purpose of capacity building, that will help uh, to have uh, the regulated community uh, in, in, uh, in the trust of the regulated community in the competency of the uh, regulator. Uh, this exchange between uh, regulator is very important uh, even some of the senior regulators, they suffer from uh, the lack of a new uh, generation coming to the uh, nuclear field. And by doing this mutual collaboration in the area of capacity building, that will help all uh, regulators. Congratulations for FANAR Youth and winning the first place in the youth competition that was organized during the IAEA regulatory conference in February this year and for receiving the opportunity present and for receiving the opportunity to present their initiative during the general conference. How uh, are you, Mr. Awad of FANAR's youth for having this opportunity to present at such a high level conference and what would be, and what would your advice be to FANAR youth to ensure that they will continually reach such new heights. One of the beauty of FANAR as an organization, it's giving the space for the youth to adopt the innovation. And this is one of the innovative projects that FANAR support the youth to do it. And uh, they are smart, they are young, and they are, I can say, digitally native. Uh, for them, the technology uh, is a very easy topic and uh, the product or the project that they come up with is totally in line with the result of the uh, uh, regulatory conference that we had in, uh, we had in, in February 2023 because they develop uh, a tool that everybody can use from the general public to the experienced people to learn and to apply what they are learning in, in, in their hand. Uh, this is one of the innovative idea and we are very proud of our youth that they can master the technology and use it for the capacity building and for uh, awareness for the public and transparency with the public also. That 
that really a very important uh, milestone for us and they deserve it they uh, their uh, uh, their project was you know voted as the best project uh, doesn't mean that the other project wasn't interesting all the projects presented and the final project were very interesting but the youth of fanner presented a project that totally in line with the uh, theme and with the topic that we presented during the regulatory conference. And that the secret, how they uh, gain the trust of everybody uh, who voted for them and for their project. And we are proud of them. Well, thank you so much uh, for uh, joining us today, Mr. Awad, and for all those insights uh, you gave to us. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Fanner Podcast. Join us next time to hear more about the latest developments in the nuclear and radiological sectors in the UAE and across the globe.